0: Friends in Christ, one of the greatest Christian writers of all time is the Russian novelist Fyodor Dostoevsky. So Dostoevsky has written some of the books like Crime and Punishment, The Brothers Karamazov, some of the great classics of Western literature. And he is a master at character development. So Dostoevsky is able to paint a picture of the characters in his novel in a way that helps you to even feel like you know them by his dialogue, by his descriptions. You feel like you come to know those characters. And many times he will reveal things about a character that are negative. Maybe it's that they're conniving or manipulative. And you form this strong opinion against them Until suddenly, he reveals something about them that's not just good, not just kind, but something truly beautiful. And you begin to change your mind. You're shocked. It's a surprise. And you begin to see them in a different light. And I think his books are so compelling because that's what life is like. That many times we form an opinion about somebody, we have a certain perception of them based upon very little knowledge. And then suddenly we see something in them that's beautiful, and it changes us. We begin to see them in a whole new light. If that's how we understand other people sometimes, is it possible that we haven't understood everything there is to know about God. Are there things about God that could be revealed to us that would change our perception and how we know him and how we act? Certainly all the readings for this weekend. Focus on this surprise of God in his mercy and in his generosity. Now, you think we would already know that, but, but we have to be reminded and even surprised at that reality. So beginning with the book of the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah says, let the scoundrel forsake his ways and the wicked his thoughts. So already we're thinking here it comes, right? The scoundrel, the wicked man, he's going to condemn them. God's going to lower the boom." When Isaiah says, let him turn to the Lord for mercy, to our God who is generous in forgiving, that this is what God is up to, for the scoundrel, for the wicked, for those who have lost the way, another chance, a new beginning. Isaiah says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord as high as the heavens are above the earth. So high are my thoughts above your thoughts and my ways above your ways. This is what I'm doing, God says. I'm seeking you out for mercy. I'm opening up my heart for love and for a new beginning. This should surprise us in the most beautiful and overwhelming way. The psalmist in our responsorial psalm this weekend Sings, the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness. Those words are drawn directly out of the book of Exodus. Immediately after the people of Israel had sinned gravely against God and committed the sin of idolatry, worshiping the golden calf, God gives them anew the Ten Commandments, And says to Moses, this is who I am. The Lord, gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. This is how I reveal myself. Even in the midst of idolatry and sin. And this turning away from my love. I still seek you out. I still pour out my mercy. Because that's who I am. Jesus tells us this beautiful parable in the Gospel this weekend of the landowner who wants workers for his vineyard. The vineyard, of course, is heaven. It's eternal life. It's a relationship with God. And we're told he goes out early seeking those people. He went out at dawn to seek workers for his vineyard. He went back out at nine. And then at noon... Then at 3 p.m., then at 5 o'clock, he's back out again, drawing people in, constantly seeking to draw souls into the kingdom of God. This is who God is, relentless in seeking us out and drawing us home to eternal life. And we discover in the parable that those who were called early were surprised in a bad way. They weren't open to this generosity, this mercy that God had for all people. Are we? Do we recognize that God is calling even us and those around us at every hour, seeking to draw us home to that eternal relationship with Him? There's a powerful story of the conversion of C.S. Lewis one of the greatest christian writers of the past century c s lewis wrote the chronicles of narnia so the lion the witch and the wardrobe prince caspian voyage of the dawn treader some of the greatest most delightful christian novels of our time and yet for decades he was a vowed atheist he was convinced that god did not exist god doesn't love you he's not there he's not real And yet, God called out to him over and over and over again in his life. And he tried to stay away from the things of God because he became fearful as he lived on and on that the Lord was trying to reach him, even though God doesn't exist, he said, until finally it was too much for him. He describes his experience as a university professor. He says, You must picture me alone in that room, night after night, feeling, whenever my mind lifted even for a second from my work, the steady, unrelented approach of him whom I so earnestly desired not to meet. That which I had greatly feared had at last come upon me. In the Trinity term of 1929, I gave in and admitted that God was God and knelt and prayed. Perhaps that night, the most dejected and reluctant convert in all of England. I did not then see what is now the most shining and obvious thing, the divine humility, which will accept a convert even on such terms. God is constantly seeking us out. Maybe you missed him. Maybe God was calling out to you earlier and you weren't open. Well, he's calling now. He's seeking us now. He's searching our souls now, trying to draw us home to eternal life with him. May we come to recognize that great invitation. May we come to realize the great mercy and generosity of God and come to sing with the psalmist, The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness.